Ashley Brock, reading Dolores Fawson's book, Mason, Chapter 14. Abby barely had time to react to the shot that was fired before Mason hooked his arm around her waist and dragged her to the ground. She landed on her knees, but Mason pushed her down until she was flat against the parking lot pavement. Then he followed on top of her, protecting her again. Boone, she shouted, shouted just as another shot crashed into the window on the driver's side. I'm okay. Stay down, Boone shouted back. Abby had no intention of doing otherwise, but she wasn't the only one in danger. Both Mason and Boone were in the line of fire, and neither would get out of the danger. And all because of her. They could die in this parking lot trying to keep her alive. Should I call for backup? She asked. Mason shook his head. Gage will do that. Crawl underneath the truck, he ordered. Abby started to do that, but the shots came at them nonstop. She also heard other shots, not just Mason's, but ones coming from the front of the hospital, where Gage was hopefully returning fire. But who was trying to kill them this time? It couldn't be Ace because he was in the hospital. If he'd somehow managed to escape, Gage would have told them it wasn't Stone either, because just minutes earlier, they left him at the sheriff's office. Of course, any of their suspects could have hired another trigger man. Abby rolled to the side and beneath the truck. But she still couldn't see anything because Mason adjusted his position so that he was directly in front of her. She watched where he took aim and fired, not in the parking lot or at the hospital. Mason fired the shot toward the park light area at the back of the building, the perfect place for a gunman to hide. There were thick scrubs, trees, and benches, so many places to lie in wait because the gunman had started shooting almost immediately after they gotten out of the truck. That meant the person had been waiting for them. Maybe that same person had used Ace's demand to put this deadly plan in motion. You see him? Boone called out. No, Mason answered, and he sent another shot into the park. But he's using a rifle. Oh, mercy. So the gunman could be far enough away from them not to be spotted, but still able to deliver a fatal shot. A bullet smacked into the truck less than an inch from where Mason had crouched. You need to get down, Abby demanded. He didn't, of course. Mason stayed put and kept firing until she heard the thudding click to indicate he was out of ammunition. I have an extra magazine of ammo in the glove compartment, he mumbled. Mason turned, no doubt, to head in that direction, but Abby latched onto him, pulled him back to the ground. Are you crazy? The shooter's got a scope on that rifle, and he probably does. He'll pick you off the moment, the second you climb back into that truck. Mason didn't argue, couldn't, because he knew she was right. I'm nearly out of ammo, too. Boone let them know. That wasn't good news, but thank goodness Gage was still firing. Plus, backup should be arriving in a minute. And then Mason cursed. Abby's heart jumped into her throat. What's wrong? Those shots are getting closer. She listened. Hard to do with her pulse crashing in her ears, but she soon... Heard what Mason already had. Yes, the shots were getting closer. And that meant the gunman was moving in for the kill. But she also heard something else. A siren. Backup would be here soon. Hopefully soon enough. Crawl towards Boone, Mason told her. I'll be right behind you. Abby had been about to argue until he added that last part. She didn't want Mason to stay put and take a bullet. But Boone wasn't farther. was farther away from the shots for now. With the shooter moving, it was hard to know where it would be safer. 
Abby scooted to the side, toward Boone, and when she was within reach, he pulled her closer until she was tucked up against him. The shots continued, slower now, but seemingly getting louder with each one fired. Mason was just a few inches from her when a bullet cut through the front tire. The air rushed out, causing the truck to sink down right on Mason. It wasn't enough to crush him, but Abby didn't want to take the risk. She latched onto his arm and yanked him to her. The sound of the sirens got closer, and then Abby heard the screech of brakes into the parking lot. She couldn't see who'd arrived to help, but she didn't. But she did get a glimpse of Gage. Stay down! Gage yelled to them, and he barreled out of the hospital doorway. Abby wanted to scream for him to stay put, to keep out of the way of those shots. Just like that, they stopped. The shooter's on the run, Mason said, and he glanced at me. Stay here with Abby. Before she could ask Mason where he was going or remind him that he was out of ammo, he scrambled out from beneath the truck and ran in the direction where she last seen Gage. Be careful, she called out, but it was too late for him to hear her. Boone heard, though. Abby met his weathered gaze, and she saw the realization in his eyes. She had fallen hard for Mason, and it was breaking her heart to see him in danger. Does he know? Boone asked. What do you think? She whispered. Boone blew out a weary breath nodded. Mason didn't miss much when it came to people, especially her, so yeah, he knew how she felt. That didn't mean he would do anything about it or even return her feelings. The sound of the footsteps snapped her attention back to where it belonged, on the shooter in the safety of anyone who might cross his path. She prayed it was Mason returning, but she soon saw Dade. Get Abby inside the hospital now, Dade told Boone. As Gage and Mason had done, he hurried away. Boone didn't waste any time getting her to her feet, and with his gun still drawn, he hooked his left arm around her, and then hurried up the steps to the hospital. He pushed her inside, away from the windows and doors, and stood guard in front of her. They were alone. There were others in the waiting reception area, and they all taken cover behind the chairs and furniture. Abby came up on her toes so she could peer over Boone's shoulder. Her heart sank when she couldn't see Mason, but she knew he was trying to run down the shooter. Mason's out of bullets, she mumbled, causing the panic to swim. He knows how to take care of himself, Boone reminded her. But there was concern and fear in his voice, and there was a reason for that. Three of his sons were out there with a killer. Another police cruiser screamed to a stop in the parking lot, and Mel made a quick exit. She, too, was armed and went in pursuit. They'll catch him, Boone assured her. Abby had on to that, but her hopes vanished when she saw Mason making his way back through the park the park, and toward them. Judging from his expression, the shooter was still at large. Abby wanted to run to Mason to make sure he was okay, but Boone anchored her in place. She didn't fight him, not until Mason stepped inside, and then she threw off Boone's grip and ran to Mason. He caught her in his arms and pulled her to him. You okay? he asked. She nodded and checked him for any signs of energy. None. Thank God, just a look of pure frustration on his face. He got away? Abby wasn't sure she wanted to hear the answer. The muscle in Mason's jaw flickered. The others will keep looking. She wanted to be strong. Needed to be because Mason already had enough on his shoulders. But Abby couldn't help it. Tears burned her eyes. Mason mumbled something, not as usual profanity. She couldn't make out what he said, but it soothed her more than anything else could have. So did the way he kept her cradled in his arms. But it didn't last. Abby only had a few seconds of that comfort before she heard the footsteps racing toward them. Mason obviously heard them too because he maneuvered her behind him again. However, this wasn't a threat in the same way gunman. The same way gunman was, it was Dr. Mickelson 
and he was hurrying up the hall toward Something wrong? Mason immediately asked the doctor. Dr. Milson nodded. I need you to come with me now. End of chapter 14.